millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, the sad passing of former WWE star General Adnan at 84 years old. We've got a major AEW name nearing a return after a long absence. Becky Lynch has been unable to travel to India for WWE. We're going to tell you why. And AEW collision ratings collapse to an all-time low. Mm, I'm Andy. I'm Michael. And this is the news. We're kicking this one off by talking about the sad passing of, yeah, former WWE man General Adnan, 84 years old. Uh, Sheikh Adnan Al-Kasi, you might know him as otherwise. Um, but yeah, the very interesting story, uh, General Adnan. This is <laughs> this is a this is a wild life. Um, so, he was born in uh, Baghdad, Iraq, in nineteen thirty nine. He moved to the United States actually on a football scholarship uh, with the University of Houston. He later transferred over to uh, Oklahoma State University. Um, he was already kind of an amateur wrestler in his homeland. He kind of expanded that further when he moved over to Oklahoma State. Took off in the amateur wrestling realm to the extent that he was actually on the verge of qualifying for the U.S. Olympic team, but obviously couldn't do that because he wasn't a U.S. system. But that was the caliber of amateur wrestler uh, Adnan was. Um, he entered professional wrestling properly in 1959. Billy Billy White Wolf, that was his original ring name, working primarily around the Pacific Northwest Territory in the 60s. Then in the 70s. He uh, brought pro wrestling to Iraq at the behest of Saddam Hussein, who, by the way, was an old schoolmate of his. Crazy situation. Oh boy. Um, so he took pro wrestling over there. This involved him actually beating Andre the Giant in, in 1971 mm. in Baghdad. So there's like wild things all over the place with, with Adnan's career. He appeared for New Japan in, in the mid-70s, uh, the then WWF as well. But probably amongst American wrestling fans, I would imagine his best-known role is alongside heel Sergeant Slaughter in the early 90s for the then WWF. Of course, that group was it was put together during Slaughter's very controversial pro-Iraqi phase, uh, and it was later expanded to include the Iron Sheik, who became Colonel Mustafa. Personally, my first exposure to this kind of act was the 1992 Royal Rumble that Colonel Mustafa entered. Um, now, General Adnan was out of WWE soon after that. Of course, Slaughter turned face again and all of that stuff, and they went their separate ways. But yeah, I mean, he was out of WWE early 90s, retired from wrestling in 1998, uh, published a memoir in 2005. So yeah, he's been out of the public eye for a long, long time, but it's uh, it's always sad to hear uh, that a notable wrestling name has has passed away. We send our deepest thoughts and condolences, obviously, to, to Adnan's family, friends and fans around the world. Um, a crazy eventful life. Um, General Adnan, rest in peace. 
yeah, life well lived by the sounds of it, certainly. And I think it's interesting, isn't it? Even if you have just a short period in, you know, what has typically been the market leader, WWE, in any incarnation over the past 30 years, you leave this strange legacy over a very short period of time that lasts forever. Like, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter defeating the Ultimate Warrior was one of my first wrestling heartbreaks. And I remember Adnan is a big part of that. So if nothing else, for one small chapter, he's got that. And I would imagine loads of wrestling fans, especially around our age and maybe slightly older, have that crazy old guys are like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's one that, like, younger fans... I mean, 1992 he left WWE, mm-hmm. so that's 31 years ago. Like, yeah. younger fans might not be as familiar with his work. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, it's always sad to hear this. 84 years old, uh, rest in peace. Hmm. Uh, to AEW now, where a name that has been absent for a long time could finally be making their return. Thunder Rosa, who of course was last seen on Dynamite back in May, uh, as a heavily teased member of the Collision roster, if you remember, was Andrade on the same night, going into Tony Khan's office. Miro. Miro as well, ahead of the surprise launch of the show on the Saturday. She has yet to wrestle on that show, but Fight for Select have come through to say that Rosa's comeback could be, quote, imminent, with the uh, the former Women's World Champion set to return at, quote, any time. She had 172 days with that Women's World title before she was forced to vacate it due to injury last year and uh, obviously we've seen a lot of her comeback trail if you've watched any of her vlogs or you've kind of caught up with her online presence in any way really you've seen the long and painful road to recovery yeah she provides commentary for AEW, so she's still very much in the mix in one setting but not in the ring um she was a kind of a source of several stories a few months ago when she was said to be trying to like maybe make amends with some of the women's locker room where there'd been prior issues so all seems well on that front and now thankfully all seems well on her physical return too yeah, good to hear. Um, I think when when she had to vacate the title, I think the assumption amongst a lot of us was, ah, this sucks, but hopefully she'll be back in a few months, whatever, yeah. whatever. Well, a few months turned into 13, and here we are. She's obviously, yeah, shown a lot of the procedure. She's been very open with, like, her, her road to recovery and stuff, yeah. and she's obviously had to go un- undergo a lot of procedures. She's done, like vlogs with Doc Samson and stuff and I, I believe on a recent one by the way Doc Samson photobombed us he uh, did <laughs> all in. what a guy shout outs to him respect like Thunder uh, herself he is now a friend yeah, of the channel it was so funny it was funny we were just taking a photo I think it was with Mark Lee Willis actually might have been and uh, this guy this like built guy just jumps <laughs> in and goes hey and we're like what the heck and then a second later if that photo's what? kicking around get it online yeah. it's probably a beast yeah, share the wealth uh, it was awesome um, but yeah she's been very open about her recovery process and uh yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her back. You know, like, it clearly caught her up to have to lose that title mm-hmm. on the way out. She was very emotional on that promo, and it yeah. was real. It was from the heart. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Funda Rosa back in the fold. Look, Funda Rosa is someone who's been extremely generous with her time when it comes to us. Mm-hmm. She did a live stream with you guys, she for did. sake, That's good about- in Las Vegas. So, so you know, shout-outs to her, friend of the channel. Mm. We're fans of the Funda Rosa. Well, she kicks ass. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing her back. Get some creative sorted, creative guys. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. like, a welcome addition to the Ruins roster. We talk all the time about how when a wrestler becomes available, maybe due to a WWE release or whatever, you think, ah, oh, should they sign them? Should they not? Like, Thunder Rosa feels like a new sign-in to the Women's Division. She's been gone that long. Like, what a valuable asset to be getting back. And the story, because she never lost the women's title, you could just throw her in a feud straight away. Boom, crave. Straight away. Sorted it for you. Soraya should be running in fear. She's shooting. Cowering. There you go. Let's move on to our next question. Becky Lynch. Uh, she's not going to Superstar Spectacle, which, yeah. by the way, is uh, tomorrow, I believe. This is the event in, in, in India, Hyderabad. Uh, so Becky shared this story on social media, X. I can't get used to that yet. It's been months. What am I doing? I'm so childish. Um, <laughs> she revealed that she went to the airport to try and board the flight, uh-huh. and she wasn't allowed on it because, and I quote, she has a tiny tear 
in her passport. Uh. So they're not letting her go to India, which means she's going to let down her... Well, no, she's not going to let down her yeah. fans, but whoever decided that a tiny tear in your passport means you can't fly, oh. which, to be fair, right, is probably a rule that some poor bugger just has to enforce. Yeah. It's a stupid rule, though. Yeah. Like, surely if you could identify the person and read the microchip or whatever that's uh -huh. in it, who can't... Who can't? Uh. This seems like a really sucky situation. Well, not least amongst a bunch of other wrestlers, her colleagues, travelling to the same destination exactly. for work. It's like, you clearly... <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Oy. The thing with this, she, she was interacting with some of her fans on Twitter who were like, ah, oh, I was really looking forward to seeing you there and stuff. So it sucks, obviously, and mm. it's a shame she won't get that. They've not announced a whole lot for that show, John Cena's going. He's going to be in the match. It's going to be his first match in India. It's WWE's first events in India in ages mm. as well, this superstar spectacle. Uh, Shanky's coming back for it, and obviously, which would make sense as one of WWE's Indian-born stars. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure they'll have others along the way as well. So yeah, sucky situation for Becky Lynch. Um, yeah, I always go back to... You know what? The, the first superstar spectacle was like an underrated pandemic year. Yes, again. it was. Like In the office, it was like, I think like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, our time. And me, you and Michael Sidgwick had like a watch along on yeah. Slack we're like oh that's cool like the, the best thing about it was they introduced like loads and loads of faces that you weren't familiar with like the Indian wrestlers like mm -hmm. Guru Raj and, P and Shanky and people like that yeah. and they did these like minute long two minute long like character pieces before them so it was like this is my life story this is why you should believe in me mm -hmm. I, I, my, I grew up here I fought to get here and now I'm going to make the most of this opportunity against Finn Balor or whoever people were facing it was really cool, and I wish they would do more stuff like that. I think it was a breath of fresh air at the time because it was one of those few Thunderdome events you actually warmly remember because there was all these new characters and these people to learn about. It didn't matter so much that you were in this environment that you were becoming increasingly sick of yeah. and more aware. I need real fans back, please. And yeah. instead you had this different show for a day to enjoy. Yeah, very fond memories of that. And I look forward genuinely, as with all of these uh, international shows that WWE put on that are typically not televised or more just for the localised market. I kind of love seeing the footage because the crowds are really hot yeah. and like the like the, just the buildings look original and I, just, I don't know. I think like it's stuff like this I genuinely look forward to seeing. I imagine Becky Lynch will be devastated. Yeah. I wonder if there's a make good down the line between company and promotion and performer and fans because they're quite good for this sort of stuff when so, stuff happens out of everybody's hands. Chance to go and forge new connections in person with fans you don't get to interact with a lot because yeah. obviously the Indian market is one that WWE have targeted for ages but they've never really been able to develop a full strategy mm. to, to, to establish that connection with those audiences although they obviously engage with like online content immensely um, so it's great to see them heading over there. I hope the show goes really well. It sucks for Becky. You're right. I hope they find a make good. Do you know what product could do with forging new connections with relationships with audiences they could engage with? Segway. AW Collision, Andy. Uh, it, it has collided. It has collided. the bottom of the ratings. With rankings. competition, with the bottom of the table, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, the ratings collapsed to an all-time low. Um, there's no real way to dress up the numbers, but as usual, we'll try and throw in a bit of context as well. Thanks to WrestleNomics, as usual, for coming through with the numbers and the details. They're great. Follow them, check them out. Uh, but the 2nd of September edition of Collision uh, drew an average <laughs> of 345,000. Total P2 uh, viewers across the two hours with the 0 0.11 in the 18 to 49 demo, the all important number as well. Uh, look, this was the collision that started with Tony Khan's announcement of CM Punk's firing, um, which was kind of happening as videos were going around of him doing the same speech live yeah. in the building. It all Sitting on a chair. Yeah. Uh, Strange. Like he was about to do like a Westlife number and stand up for the big, the big flourish. Uh, so, like, you know, it was, I was like online for what little this is worth at the time fired up and ready to watch payback and all of a sudden all the conversation moved over at collision yeah but clearly 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Over the course of the two hours, um, payback and uh, other competition from college sports football. on Saturday night. College football yeah. being back. Um, there was a lot of other things that Collision had to work with. Um, WrestleNomics also had that 472,000 people, more than the overall average, did tune in for that opening segment. So there was obviously that spice uh, around Tony Khan, but it wasn't an audience that stuck. Um, 89,000 people yeah. was the average that tuned out straight away. Just about, like, what, seven, 8,000 more than the people who were in Wembley Stadium for all yeah. Decided. Wembley. Wembley tuned out. Yeah, decided. Yeah. Decided. That's me done. I've got my announcement. I'm good. So, yeah. Um... Probably nothing, it's ratings, as, as we always say, maybe nothing to read into right now, but Collision was always set to come up against stiff competition on Saturdays. Yeah. The punker being gone will probably dictate a lot of the conversation going forward, despite the kind of virtual confirmation that Brian Danielson will just about take his spot. We'll see how that yeah. develops. It's, you know, like I would strap him for a bumpy ride for the show, but we will see, I guess. Yeah, we don't usually talk ratings on the news because I don't think our audience really cares that much. <laughs> we, we only jump on here when it's like a notable high or mm. a notable low or whatever. And this is objectively a notable low, even though there are reasons for it. And it's not a great time slot in the first place. But you'd expect it to live in this kind of area for a while now because college football is going to be going head to head with it for yeah. a while. And uh, a lot of people would prefer to watch that live than uh, AW shows, I guess. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's competition, there's the WWE show, there's the punk situation. Yeah, it's going to be a tough time for them to maintain the numbers they were having early on in Collision's run. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't impact my enjoyment of the show. It doesn't need to impact yours either. But it was an all-time low. So we're going to... Uh, admittedly, when we say all-time low, it's two and a half months this show's existed, yeah. right? It's it's nothing, but yeah. The company's philosophical shift on the brand split is going to be interesting now as well. We've got on last night's Dynamite, the Grand Slam Eliminator Tournament, set up to semi-finals for Collision that feed right back into Dynamite. Already, this is a far cry from where Collision and Dynamite were just seven days ago. Yeah. So I think seeing how one show threading into another impacts the ratings over the next few months could be another thing to watch as well. As we say, not anything for right now, but just interesting to track, I think, over the next few months. And that feeds quite nicely into our first Twitter question here. Uh, no, actually, that's our uh, third Twitter question. Never mind. <laughs> uh, also, the questions are from the YouTube community, not Twitter. We've got a big thread on the community page. Go on to our YouTube page, click community. There's a big bread for questions there. If you want one answered this week, we're going there all week. Get them in there. Um, 
First one here today comes from Mark Anthony Lowe, who wants to know, Hey legends, from the Philippines here, shout outs to the Philippines. Come Do on. you think that uh, SmackDown compensation trade for Jey Uso, one, is a way to get Cody Rhodes back into the mix and finally finishing the story, or two, a way of introducing Punk back into the fold? If neither, then who do you think might be moved over? Thanks and have a great day. What you got? I love it. My favourite new storyline in wrestling. Legit. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this idea that Jey Uso coming to Raw and already having 20 enemies because of all the damage the Bloodline did is now going to get worse because somebody is going to leave Raw and he'll be sideways blamed for it. Cody has been the obvious choice because at some point, you know, there's this idea that he's going to be positioned up against <coughs> Roman Reigns and SmackDown for right now remains WWE's A-show. I actually think they're going to get cleverer with it. I could see uh, this trade splitting up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and one of them being taken away from Raw it's again it's more about what accidental damage has Jey Uso done to this roster and the the fact that nobody backstage other than Sami Zayn likes him imagine if he takes away for example Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens who probably already has a bit of bubbling resentment for Jey Uso can be like well now you've just taken away my tag partner and my best friend Mm. the one guy that likes him is suddenly gone and Jey Uso is all alone I just think there's nice I think Cody Rhodes is there to be a red herring for now, because there's always a rumble to get him to Roman. I get yeah. it. I do get it, though. Be a hell of a play from the game Triple H, a.k.a. the ass kicker. The king um, of booking kings. The king of bookings. <laughs> Booking.com. That's the only thing he's king of. Uh, does he book a lot of hotels? I don't know. I don't know. This, that sounded better in my head. Uh, I don't think it'll be CM Punk to answer that part of your question. Uh, I think that uh, that's a way too complicated legal situation right now. Um, also, they announced the, did they, they announced the considerations on Friday, right? So yeah. just before Punk was mm-hmm. was was out of AEW. So I don't think it'll be him. There's probably a non-compete involved with him as well. Legal stuff will come up. Um, Cody is the most obvious choice, I agree, and I think that's the one they'll settle yeah. on, but your version's better. Uh, <laughs> our next question comes today from... I've got my phone the wrong way. This is just a production meeting combined with a question section today. Uh, Filippo would like to know, Hi, guys. With the loss of Tarzan Boy and Cult of Personality, are there any classic songs you would give to a wrestler? Moxley and Danielson obviously have the best, so they are un- untouchable. I would love to see Def Leppard action for Action Andretti <laughs> and, and Jump uh, by Van Halen for Top Flight. Yeah, you got any licensed entrance themes you would like to see? I'd rather Jump by Girls Aloud than Jump by Van Halen if we're throwing <laughs> a jump in there. Um, <laughs> Poor Van Halen. Watch an episode of I'm Alan Partridge Season 1 to find uh, Alan Partridge air drumming in his car to Return of the Saint as Lynn, his assistant, grieves at her mother's grave. He's absolutely hammering the drums <laughs> to this awesome bass lick that goes on for about two and a half minutes. I've always envisaged a point where a wrestler bursts through the curtains. Anybody that's got a gimmick to do with gold, whether it be Dustin Rhodes, uh, not that you would ever want to upgrade that thing, I suppose. <laughs> CM Punk working his masked uh, gold gimmick from a few months ago. Having that guy as the, re- the return- theme from Return of the Saint. Go Google it. I'll check out that Partridge scene. I've always thought I'd make a great theme. Roderick Strong, commitment to the bit through the roof at the moment is sensational it's a hell of a bit this yeah. Life is Pain by Marauder <laughs> that would sum up it's a hard ass song and it would sum up his current mindset wonderfully I really need someone to bring back L7 list as well like <laughs> Brian Pillman's used it back in the day mm-hmm. John Moxley's used it on the indies it's an incredible wrestling song just a driving rhythm driving riff it's unbelievable for pro wrestling Tony Khan pay the money that'd be that'd be good yeah I don't need to hear Final Countdown again Ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's, it's. I like Danielson's existing theme, but I liked Same. it. I liked it more when it didn't have the silly vocals. Yeah. I liked it when it was just hip hop Valkyries. That, that, yeah, I, I preferred that. No, I'm not personally. your guy. Sorry, uh, but like, 
House of Black. Malachi Black's had like 10 entrance teams in AEW already. I love this because I wouldn't have even known until yeah. you told me that. He's had so many, man. Like, uh, I love it because he's like a big music guy. Yeah, it's your genre. It is. And we've got very similar tastes, <laughs> me and me and Mally Black. Like, he's, he had the he had the Amon Ra song as a singles wrestler when he... I, I, he hasn't wrestled a singles match in ages, so maybe he still has that. This is the Kings of the Black Throne theme for him and Brody. Right. Right? There's uh, the original House of Black stable music, which was by... Ah, oh God, what are they called? It's like a super group. Absent Body or something. Absent in, it's It had Scott Kelly from Neurosis, uh, and he just... he He's a terrible abuser, so I, I imagine that's why they so changed So many things are just, like, flying over my head here. Yeah, they found... He came, stuff came out about him, and uh, smart to pivot away from that. They've, had, they've got the Dead Body song right now for House <laughs> of Black. Uh, is that it? Well, like, but even in the House of Black as well. Brody comes down to Be Harder by God's Hate, his own band. Uh, Buddy comes down to uh, Eyes Adjust by Twitching Twitching Tongues. These guys rule so much. Julia Hart, she's got an original as well. Colin Young, shout outs, doing a lot of these. We of course as well. You know, we all know who we're talking about when we say this, but I expect Addicted to Pain by Alter Bridge to hit AWA with a scene, but we don't need to tell you who that's for. Oh, you already know. The edger. You think you know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that as a new sting. You don't know me. Addicted to Pain! The process we went through to find Adam Copeland's AEW theme song was so <laughs> simple. We literally went on Spotify, looked at the five top five songs on that little gimmick, and we just kept going until we went past Metalingus and all the ballads. <laughs> Metalingus, the other side. Yeah. No, can't be them too, right? <laughs> it was like Metalingus, soft song, soft song. Addicted to pain. Tick. Amazing. Butt rock rules. Final question of the day. Creed better, fool. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Coxon's been on. Graham's brother, presumably. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Uh, is he a, a, a Graham Coxon? He's the blur guy. Yeah, he's pulp, blur. Pulp, all of that. He's the one that doesn't make the cheese and isn't a rancid Tory. <laughs> oh, God. <Yeah>. <laughs> Gorillas. Uh, <laughs> is David Auburn? Yeah. Aww. You're nailing this. That's a shame. What? No, oh, no, he's not a Tory. He's a gorilla. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. He's in ah, gorilla. right, You're okay. Right. All right. It's uh, the, the posh farmer guy. I forget. Alex somebody. Guy. Success. Person man. Uh, Tommy Cogson. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. We just derailed this. Thanks, Tommy. Uh, with Collision being the CM Punk show, how do you see the future of the show with no punk? Do you see it going the route of Rampage or could this help Collision? I don't know. The Brian thing, <coughs> I think. I'm wary of quick fixes in wrestling. I think Brian is a fabulous in-ring like-for-like replacement. I think from what we've seen so far, he's probably got a safe pair of hands behind the scenes. But is he the firebrand, ratings drawing, conversation piece guy? Don't know. Jury's out. Uh, I loved the format of Collision, and I believe that will change almost instantly on what we've seen just this week alone. It, I don't know. I know that's not the answer you want, but like it, Collision was markedly different, and I think that's about to change. So your mileage may vary on how much you enjoyed old Collision versus new. Yeah, I, I think they should give Brian Danielson the book. <laughs> I think Tony needs needs to alleviate him, relieve himself of some roles, mm-hmm. and I think Brian Danielson should write and book the whole damn show. To be honest, it's a good proving ground. Yeah. He, he can fail on that. He's side. great. Like, he yeah. rules. Mm-hmm. He's. The, I said this yesterday, and I got lots of hate from Kenny Omega fans in particular. <laughs> Brian Danielson is the active wrestler with the best can, case for being the greatest of all time for numerous reasons, thriving in so many environments. Mm. He can do it all. He's got a great mind for this. We've never heard bad things, uh, anything but good things about him. Writer, creatively, all of that stuff. Very funny, endearing, affable man as well. Uh, Give him the book. Give him the book. I think the format will change. I think you're right. I really like the show. So, 
I don't want it to change too much, but I also want to see a Brian Danielson pen show, and I think he will make a big difference, at least uh, creatively, in terms of the viewership and stuff. We'll see. I get the Rampage concerns. I just think there's too much money on the line. Yeah. Like, I totally understand why people have made that connection, but not right now. Yeah. I think if you assume that it's just going to be immediately relegated, you're ignoring the millions and millions that were in his initially staked on Collision. You heard it here first. AEW Collision Elevation coming soon to YouTube. <laughs> See you later. Check out this video. Bye. And subscribe. Yes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.